This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! Episode 49. November um, 16th. We're over Thanksgiving's next week. Year and a half in at this point. Thanksgiving's next week. Our Thanksgiving feast of a 50th episode is coming soon. Half century. I'm Shane Chernoff along with Ben Siegel, Vijay Patel. My my Christmas carols also coming in the not too distant future. My Christmas poem, annual tradition. Oh, yes. Yes. We cannot wait for that. Last year it was epic. Epic. Um, But touching on Christmas, tis the season, right? It's the holiday season. We start seeing... A lot of stores coming out with their holiday products, a lot of holiday-themed drinks and foods, right? Drinks and foods that typically you wouldn't see during the year. Right. Um, get, you know... Eggnog a- fan? Yes? No? Yes. Never uh, had it. I, no, I, well, I can't have it because it's dairy, but even when I could have it, it wasn't it wasn't all that great. Eggnog, overrated. Well, luckily for you, this drink tonight is not eggnog. I bought a drink... That I saw in the store that I thought, wow, that sounds interesting. I think we should all should try it on air as a surprise. Surprise. So I have them here. I bought them. They have not seen them. Um, I've, I think, you done a secret, good job hitting them. You secret hit, service them. these drinks. I was going to say, oh, yeah. preface it by saying, so. Yeah, so we haven't seen one lick of this drink. Yet. So should I pass it out? I guess that's that'd be the best yeah, way, so, right? And then we'll so crack it and try it. Hang on, hang on. Rub your nipples. Oh, okay. It's like a genie. Like if I rub my yeah, nipples yeah. and the drink appears. All right, let's well, see. with uh, with uh, Christine Aguilera, you got to do it the right way and <laughs> reveal. And reveal. Okay. All right. So I saw this in store. Oh! oh! I had a feeling it was Mountain Dew. Ginger snapped. Snap you know we're Mountain Dew. So we're big uh, Taco Bell fans. So, so I'm I'm not normally like a. I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I I actually had like a full sugared soda. Um. And this is full sugared, obviously, but I figure tis the season. Um, if you look at the can, it says Mountain Dew with a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. So I was curious. So ASMR? this is a gingerbread house in a can. It sure you'd think, but gingerbread is is a flavor that can easily be messed up, as we saw with the Bud Light seltzers yeah which is why i was curious how gingerbread Sorry, but like Mount, stick to the lemon mountain line. dew we'll still take the sponsorship i'll drink every <laughs> single gingerbread seltzer you have if you sponsor us all right well um, so i figured it, uh, no better way to start the show than a gingerbread mountain dew let's do a little all asmr right. as we're yeah there we go would you like to we'll toast crack it or, i think know, we should yeah ASMR? i think we should toast and smell it Tell us how what we think of the smell. And smells refreshing, we'll actually. Let me, let me, let me Cheers to 44 grams of carbs good. and 43 grams of sugar. It doesn't smell like gingerbread. It smells, it smells like ginger more than gingerbread. Like, right. like ginger you'd get with sushi. Mm. How do you feel about ginger with sushi? I love ginger with sushi. That's but polarizing. I don't, people get those. People think it tastes like soap. Ginger is very good for you. I like Yeah, it clears the old sinuses. Yes. All right. All so right. we've smelled it. So cheers. Cheers, mates. To, uh, 
Cheers. Year to the holiday season and doing the do. And and whoa, whoa, whoa wait wait wait. Wait, did you try it? Um, <laughs> almost year two in the books. Oh, you did try. Almost it. year right, two. We gotta try. We gotta try. Interesting. It smells like I just drank a Michael's Craft Store. Yeah, it tastes like, like a candle. Like <laughs> it tastes like a candle. But you know, start, the you know when you after- walk into Michael's and you smell like the seasonal, like cinnamony stuff, which I do like. It, tastes, scent, it usually smells like taste. cinnamon. Yeah, it always so smells like cinnamon. Yeah. It tastes like Mountain Dew initially, and then it tastes like a gingerbread. I think at, towards the end. I, the gingerbread taste, regardless of whether it comes on first or last, you you absolutely taste it. Yes. Um, for me, it smelled more like cinnamon, and I'm not a huge cinnamon person. And I don't know how you guys feel about that. I um, like the can, like the design of the can. Yeah, the yeah, design was very good. The the art's cool. Um, and it's called Ginger and, Snap. And it is and it is seasonal, right? Yeah. So, well, huh. let's see. 54 milligrams of caffeine right before bed. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's not the best Mountain Dew flavor that I've ever had. It's not terrible. No. It's not terrible. I don't taste the gingerbread, though, what, for some reason. What? I don't know. You're I, missing I, it? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm missing here? it. I don't know what it is. All right, go again. There's more cans. There's nine, nine more. If you need more, yeah, and I'm gonna need no. a case with each one. To tell. 54 milligrams of um, caffeine. Yeah, I taste well, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think it'll get there. Just keep sipping throughout the segment. It, I, I think we should, if we, if we're in the grocery store and we see an item like this, we should buy it and try it on the pod. That's what I'm gonna. It's a good do. idea. If you see something interesting, tear it off the shelf. You know, we'll try anything once. Yes. Uh, we we regretted doing the one chip <laughs> challenge, uh, which, by the way. Can I talk to the viewers for one second and say, VJ and I put our bodies on the line for this one chip challenge, oh, and no one viewed it. We, we tried. We tried so hard. I was literally crying in the still frame. I was on the ground in the fetal position for four hours during Monday Night Football, and nobody cared except for my mom and two others. Yeah, my my, my sister and GM. My sister enjoyed it on the back yes. end. Yeah. Well. We, I think, have another food challenge lined up next episode, I think. The big episode which, 50. Yeah, which should hopefully get well, some views. People like the food. I'll tell you what. People, and not to turn this into, like, the self-involved show, but people enjoy the the food challenges. When we were trying to scarf down the Food the challenge McDonald's. February is right around the corner. People, people, oh, yeah. still, people still will talk to me about the time that I nearly choked on a McDouble. Yeah. Yeah. And how I, about, I get it too. How about the, the TikTok I made the, <laughs> the oh no. Yeah. Oh. Um, that was perfect. You couldn't have done any better than that. Yeah. Food challenge February is right around the corner. Um, I'd like to, this. I mean, we'll talk about probably our goals for the podcast next month, like kind of our um new year's resolutions i think we did it last year so mm-hmm. we'll save that for that maybe also, uh, also a business on top tradition towards the end of the year yeah crazy that we've been doing it for a year and a half and yep. i honestly feel like we're we're getting better each time we've had some really good moments and funny episodes i'm telling you the uh the exhibit show was oh was, by far one, one of the best top of three time. uh a, a good highlight of this year but don't want to get like don't want to get too introspective at this point. I do want to get back to kind of the task at hand. I don't know if you had more thoughts before we... Yeah, just real quick, looking back at the show, I mean, we had, you know, a ton of great guests on, but one of our recurring guests, um, 
you know, I, I'm sure you guys the saw Taco he got Bell the Taco Bell sommelier got a Thanksgiving care package from none other than the Taco Bell. Ours got lost in the mail. Yeah, but, we're uh, still waiting well, on yeah. ours. I think well, they sent it to the old address. The yeah. old, they, sent it, they clearly sent it to the old studio. Yeah. Well, let's just go over there and pick it up because uh, we're we're fiending for some yes. Taco Bell Thanksgiving dinner. Would, would you have the Cinnabon Delight candied yams that they sent him? Yeah. Oh my so God, that sounds the we're gonna play nachos. If, if you're listening to the podcast, just. The game is going to be called Google This. I'm going to look it up. Candied yams. Yeah, it it, it looked like an amazing meal. Cinnabon. You think Taco Bell just sends that kid out to like people they influence back? Oh, for sure. Like it's not actually for, for sure, sale, for sure. right? Like no, you can't it's not buy for sale. It? Yeah, no, it's not. But it's fun. It's funny because Taco Bell, in in all their greatness and infinite wisdom, does this thing where it's like. Our Cinnabon Delights candied yams are a tasty addition to any friend's giving. Swipe to learn how to make them for yourself. No, Taco Bell. I don't want to make them for myself. <laughs> the whole reason I go to Taco Bell is so you can make a delicious burrito or a taco for me. Yes. I, yeah. I, I need to get this on retail. We'll, we'll get it. So I'm going to continue to lobby. Maybe next year we'll get we'll get some. And honestly, I would look. Maybe. What do you think of a turkey burrito? Thanksgiving turkey burrito. But with Matt instead of uh, instead of the regular, I think we potatoes, should mashed potatoes. I think we should make um, like a massive um, incorporate maybe some Taco Bell items into a Thanksgiving burrito. For sure, like a grilled cheese burrito inside Ooh, a, a Thanksgiving burrito. Ooh, well, you guys know me. I go all out for Thanksgiving, so I I will have we a little bit of le- a leftover week. turducken. Turducken. If and in case you. Haven't been listening to the show or haven't uh, aren't up on your Thanksgiving meats. A turducken is a uh, duck stuffed inside of a deboned chicken, stuffed inside of a deboned turkey, and we're gonna try to make a turducken burrito. Logistically, how does that even point. happen? Like, how do the people do that? Like, do they just take a turkey some, and some like- some chefs get really bored. But with that kind of thing, I think it's probably just best not to ask questions. Yeah, I feel like bacon isn't is bacon not missing from that. Um, Should a turducken not have bacon? I know it doesn't. It is stuffed with like with pork. There is a pork element in there. There is Cajun pork stuffing that is stuffed, also Ooh. stuffed inside the turducken. My but, God, uh, what a, we, a farmhouse. I guess what a, how terrible I, we are as a. I guess I guess people society. who cook never get tired of putting stuffing inside a turkey's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty. But, that's that's the beauty of Thanksgiving. I know. Uh, I Taco know. Bell. Like, it's a tale our, as old as time. Yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> what is it? It's like the master is a tradition, unlike any other. <laughs> There's three things guaranteed in life: being elbow deep inside a turkey's asshole Death, on Thanksgiving Day, taxes, <laughs> and seeing a turkey stuffed with stuffing right in its rectum. Oh, uh, but you know, <laughs> God, stuffing has to be the most underrated side dish oh. of, of all time. Wait, here's a question. Am I is that a hot take? Do they um well, oh, I probably know the take. answer before I answer it. But Thanksgiving's not like a world, it's like only America, right? It's American, yeah. So uh, thank- well, we have Canadian Thanksgiving, which is which is earlier in the year. But, but like, it's largely like India does like November no. is no. just no. Yeah, no. okay. So let's look up when Canadian Thanksgiving. The more you know. I mean, I, I like kind of answered it as I was like asking. It was kind of a stupid question, but no, no it's not actually. No, because not like I wonder if know. other countries like, like, um, not quote unquote celebrate it, but you know, like do like a celebrate it, like, like a, a fake parallel a, Thanksgiving, like a pair. Yeah, that's a good question because I don't, I don't think they do, but I must maybe. All right, d- different parts around the world, maybe they do it. What do you think an Indian maybe Thanksgiving would be? 
Huh? Like, what would an Indian Thanksgiving? Uh, like, what foods would be Like, involved? what would be, like, the main meat? Uh, or would, there, would it be meat? There, would it just be paneer? There's a lot of vegetarians, but... No, there's a lot of people that eat meat in India. Uh, probably chicken or uh, goat like is, like, a go-to. Oh, goat. Like, meat. a stuffed goat? Yeah. I mean, I, like the possibilities non- are endless. I don't... <laughs> Have you non guys non tikka masala? That actually sounds pretty good. Have you guys ever heard yeah. of Jig's dinner? Lamb, lamb, go. Lamb. Jig's oh. dinner, anybody? What's that? G- okay, so I'm going to read from this is the cnn.com article, 6 ways that Canadian Thanksgiving differs from American Thanksgiving. If Canadian Thanksgiving doesn't have poutine in it, it's not a real Thanksgiving. Yeah, then you we know, can't talk about it on I, this podcast. I'm still looking. I have not seen a mention of poutine. I'm going to do a control F right now. At least maple syrup. Zero. No findings for poutine. Okay. Well, oh, but let me see. Let's look. Why up are maple. we talking we about? Need, it we need. We need to go no to. No maple either. What is going maybe on? Maybe we should Canadian next year. We should plan a uh, Toronto trip. Toronto Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We, when is I, it? The when I is do it? have. I do have a Canada correspondent that I can ask on about this. Maybe but we can do it next week. You said it's early in the year. Like how early is it? Uh, give me one second. <laughs> Let's we'll see. filibuster. I'm gonna go back to yeah, the Taco Bell. You. Yeah. I think, I think we Taco Bell. If you're listening, a limited time, uh, time item. Monday, October like 11th. Turkey so it, burrito. It's only a month and Ooh. a half during before. Thanksgiving. They should do a Thanksgiving um, themed, uh, or at the very least, offer the boxes for sale, like yeah. to the public. Yeah. Even They're, if it's like the first a thousand, we'd we'd stay up and try and get in line for that did, absolutely. yes yes we would absolutely cool because it's great content but you know what else did you guys see the reese's pie the yes. Reese's peanut butter cup pie yes can we can we just give that a second so what was it it was a it was um so so in case you're just finding out about this for the first time reese's peanut butter cup basically made a pie tin sized peanut butter cup that's what it is it's a peanut butter cup pie. But it was only like a thousand were made, right? It was like a limited... Very limited supply. Sold out, I think, within seconds. Yeah, within seconds. If not oh. minutes. And I will tell you what. You I think, think it was like something like 7,000 calories. I would be in on that. We, that that's what it would have been. That's what our 50th episode would have been. You think it so been, anyone's selling it on eBay? It would have been a Probably. peanut butter cup pie. I was about to ask you. All right. What's I'm the resale it. value I'm of that? It. Let's see. Because oh. when there's a limited ver- uh, amount of things... Demand is going to be so yeah, high. Yeah, very high. But you think Reese's yeah. would have shipped it out already? Probably not, right? It Five, just dropped. Uh, Nine-inch pie. Uh, do we want to spend this for the show? What's in? Uh, have you looked at our budget lately? Can you? Ben, I, ben, can I you, have our accountant on go speed on, dial. Go on your phone. Pull up QuickBooks because okay. the current bid for a nine-inch Reese's peanut butter cup pie is $510. That's in the budget. All right, we're good. <laughs> no worries. It's worth it. Reese's? It's Wait, worth is it. that the actual one, or is someone just saying they have one? No, it is limited edition, nine inch Reese's peanut butter cup, three pound plus pie. Are I there can, any bids on it? Uh, I can bid or is right it now. Buy it now. I can bid five twenty right now. You want me to? No, <laughs> no don't do no. it. <laughs> I've got to. No, type, I've got to type in. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not logged in. It's like whose line is it anyway? The funds are made up, and we really don't have anything in the account. <laughs> not just that, fourteen fifty five for shipping. The Business on Top Podcast. Welcome back to the Business on Top Podcast. VJ, it's been a wild year in the college football playoffs. Uh, there was something that we were talking about before, and, and I wanted to get around to it just because I, I think it's interesting. Is it not true that at some point you're going to have to, with an undefeated Cincinnati, 
put a group of five team in the playoffs. Like eventually, eventually that year will come. I know that they just came out with the uh, top four, and Cincinnati's not included. But at some point, you're gonna have to give one of these group of five teams a chance. Yeah, I mean, Ben, you know more about this <clears throat> than than we do. But I mean, what is your opinion on that whole five team playoff picture? The group of five. Um... I mean, unless the like the top teams of the Power Five have like, you know, most of the teams like lose two games. I I don't see how a group of five teams, unless some like a team like Cincinnati, every out of conference game was like Georgia, Bama, Clemson. Like you're playing top five teams, um, and if you beat all those teams and then win all all your conference games, I mean, then you should be in. But it's tough to put a team like Cincinnati in when they haven't really played anyone, and I know that's not their but that, fault. Yeah, but yeah, that's the problem. Like they're almost like a victim of their own schedule. Uh, and one of the other things well, that I had concerns about is if the NCAA is all about money, which we know that based on their course of conduct over the past several decades, they are. Why are you not making the playoff eight teams and then throwing teams. them in there that way? It should be. Because every year we have this conversation, and, and when you see the basketball tournament tells you that more teams is the, the more teams the better. You I, have upsets. You have exciting potential for, for great games that you don't ever expect. I think it should be um, eight teams. I forgot the layout. I thought of this. Someone either mentioned it or I thought of this, but um, I think it should be – the uh, how many conferences? Uh, Power Five is it four. Big Ten, ACC, SEC, Big Twelve. So five. Big Twelve pack, pack. pack. So five. So you have five conference winners. You have your and then three, top. Just three at larges. I would just say three at larges. Yeah, I guess so. Because at least that way, you generally will allow for. Uh, an undefeated group of five team will get in with the at-larges. Yeah. Because there is no at-large. There, there's never any at-large that's going to have um, more more than one loss, right? Yeah, I mean, unless it's like a really It's usually a one-loss team or a really, really good. If for some reason, say, Alabama has two losses, they might get in as the eight seed. And then the undefeated power, power five start in mean blast some spit at you but, no, you're but, good. but my question was <clears throat> is gonna be yeah we didn't listen to the question no i didn't say it yet the playoffs needs to be- I'm, I'm going off of what you guys are talking about is why hasn't an 18 playoff been a thing since it's back in the, in the day? it hasn't really made sense to me either well think about it though when the playoff was started initially it was technically expansion because it it went from two teams to four because right BCS okay. was only the top two teams made the championship Everyone else made a bowl game. So the playoffs was like, all right, four teams will make it to have the shot at the championship. So that was an improvement. But now clearly four teams is, you know, kind of um, a little – there's not enough teams. Yeah, and, and, but uh, I, I get uh, your point. And, and I think it does vary from year to year, right? Because we have seen years where you know that there's only two to three teams. But in – in years past and in, in college football's past, and I don't know. I, I mean, have we have we passed that? And maybe at this point, it's like only it's only going to be the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the and the Georgias until Kirby Smart and Nick Saban and um, Ryan Day leave Ohio State. I'm, or 
Is yeah, it going to be? I'm not. getting I'm getting emotional about this. <laughs> He's crying. Hold no, on. I mean you hope not. It's boring seeing the same teams in yeah. every yeah. year. So that's why you need to. Well, I think that's probably all the more reason to have an eighth team, just in case they trip somebody up. Yeah, you want you want the Ohio shot State at an already upset. got tripped up by what is it Oregon this year? Um, yeah. So, so you're and you might even get that rematch in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. But think about if those two. I hate Oregon, this, by the way. Yeah. I'll go on record. You just, you just don't like Mario Cristobal, or you no. just don't like ducks, or is, is um, green and yellow bother you? No, I mean I had a personal. You hate Phil Knight. Personal? No, uh, Phil Knight makes great products that I think he should sponsor the pod as well. Yeah, Frank, but, get um, him on. The uh, yeah, you know that was the first loss I ever experienced in college was to Oregon. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. A little emotional was, uh, attachment. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Also, to have it become the personal show, that was, I think, the only time that you and I got into an argument. I can count, I can count on one hand the amount of times that you and I what got into an about? argument. Well, you got really upset because I had posted some social media stuff trolling Florida State. And oh, after the game? Yeah, oh, said, I was going you, at everyone's you, neck. You I know me, a couple other people You sent me a very were. angry text, and I was like, oh, crap, our friendship might be in jeopardy. I, I, yeah. I need to do some damage control. <laughs> no, you, you weren't the only one. There were a lot of people um, that... Uh, yeah, I was very, you're very You're a competitive salty. person. I, I hate losing. You're, in you're like a big teddy bear, but at the same time, like if, if somebody I hate losing, especially if, if it's uh, one but of my teams. Eight, I mean, eight teams would be fun to watch, <clears throat> and I think if the NCAA is about money, then why not just expand it to eight teams? Yeah, see, earlier, I, you see, would make so much more see, money. I agree with you, and and look at it this way. Let's make the playoff tree right now. Let's let's do. Well, I think the eight teams. You know, um, you're worried about adding. Um, it'd be an extra what two, uh, three games. It would two be an games. Extra, no, two games really for a playoff team. It'd be an extra one. Because um, if they have to win the national championship, they're gonna have to play two more games anyway. You're yeah. adding. You're adding one game, and and like the simple response to that is, you know, just schedule one less regular season game. No, I mean, I, I, I think scheduling because one more game of, wouldn't even matter. Because a lot, right, and a lot of non-conferences are patsies anyway, and if the goal is to get, like, a lot of these kids to the NFL, you're going to be playing 17 regular season games now. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think adding one extra game would be a problem. So Georgia is the number one seed, would play Michigan. That's, that's pretty cool. You're talking about two big-time programs with a lot of history, now, granted, that might not be the most competitive game in the world because Georgia's defense is just stopping everybody right now. Mm-hmm. But Georgia-Michigan would would fill out a stadium and it would get ratings. For and, sure. And isn't that the idea? Yeah. Alabama-Michigan State, big game. I mean, Alabama would run yeah, since Cincinnati, them. Notre Dame, uh, but but Notre Dame, Notre Dame for what it's worth, even though it's like a, it's just like a very small private school, it still gets ratings. And then you have Oregon Ohio State rematch, so that generates already you're generating a lot of intrigue if you do that. Yeah. And and if you re if you reseed the teams after each each round, I'd say that's you got a pretty cool uh, made for TV event. Thinking about eight teams, most um, well baseball's six technically that make the playoffs, mm. right? There's two wild card. They get the wild card game. Well, there's the it'd be division. ten. It's ten because right there's there's the wild card playoff, and then you go down to four. Yeah, but I don't really count that playing game. Do you count like if you're in the playoffs? If you're in the playing game? Yeah, it's, technically it is the playoffs. Mm, 
You you clinched the playoffs. Yes, I. I <laughs> you actually are you? I actually... understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. As as a uh, Mets fan, I can speak to this because they. Well, you guys were in it too. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, but back in 2016, the last time the Mets did make the playoffs, I was in law school and I was a hell of a lot less gray. Um, weren't we all? Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, I I didn't consider that the Mets clinching the playoffs. I was like, okay, let's win this game so we can go to the actual NLDS. Okay, so you'll say ten teams. For MLB, eight to ten. Eight to ten. The NFL is what? Um, the NFL twelve. It's more now. I think they expanded the playoffs. I think it's. All right. I think there's seven. There's fourteen teams now. Okay, twelve to fourteen for the NFL. Right, basketball. You have eight on each side. Same. Same total. with hockey. So the, there needs to be expansion. Go but, Cats, go. But um, yeah, the NBA. Um, on, on the NBA topic, um, we touched on it. I couldn't even tell you what episode, but it was in the heart of the pandemic, so probably earlier this year. It was uh, in a, maybe a single-digit episode, perhaps. It was like March no, or, was a- March or April. It was probably oh, double-digit. Okay. Um, how like the card market was um, exploding during the pandemic. We obviously ripped some cards a couple episodes ago. Every we, now um, and then, we, ri- what is it? we ripped some wax. Ri- is that what the kids wax, are saying? Baby. We ripped some wax. The value is still there. <laughs> but... Um, I'm sure VJ, I mean, he knows more about it than I, or I do, but the whole, um, we've touched on crypto, we've touched on NFTs, we've touched on cards, but cards and NFTs have kind of, I guess, combined. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, an amazing concept and whoever thought of it is a genius, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. NBA top shots is like one of these like fast growing <coughs> marketplaces It's built on the blockchain and crypto NFTs. So essentially you're buying, not cards, but like moments of N- NBA history, or but any, is it like, actually a video? It's, it's like, a video. It's, it's like a short, like three it's second. Like you're buying a video. GIF, essentially. Yeah, essentially you're buying a GIF. But but you're the only one that has the rights. So essentially, to that like GIF. every one that you get when you, so you have these packs that you unbox or uh, rip, and you get these moments. So like three moments to a pack. And each one has a serial number and a certain amount emotional of emotional about uh, NFTs. Hold on, guys. <laughs> I need, I need it's a okay. Moment. You need a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I just want to let everybody know that this episode of uh, <laughs> Business on Top, as well as every episode of Business on Top, is sponsored by me, Mishimi. Okay, you're you sponsored by Top Shot now. <laughs> it's Top Shot. But uh, anyways, so there's a serial number on all these moments um, and a certain amount of them per, uh, I guess, drop. So the value is determined by whatever serial number you have. Obviously, like the, the lower the serial number, the higher the value. Um, they're like split into different uh, categories, like legendary, common, and it, it's like basically any other card market you would have out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, they brought all these these industries together on this one platform, and it's still growing. I mean, they don't even have an app yet; they're still working on it. So what is it like? These moments drop yearly or weekly? Or weekly, like? weekly to monthly. It used to be easier to get like the the rare cards, but now that so many people are in it, just like anything else, it's harder to get. What's um, like the top top shot going for? Probably uh, like or or I actually want to know. Well, actually, answer his question first. I do have a follow up. I've seen uh, I've seen LeBron cards like legendary ones go for six figures. Holy crap! Yeah, so. I there's still, value I was gonna in say it. like LeBron is probably yeah, but there's the probably top. Jordan, there's probably Kobe. There's yeah, probably, oh, they have like yeah, these like your uh, legend. Yeah. yeah, 
They have these like uh, archive. But like, you know, why would you folders. want to purchase it for six figures when you could just go and like YouTube and watch? It? I think it's like a lot of people treat it as an investment. You would think it's maybe? an investment. But that's what I'm saying. Like, who? Like, I don't get who would want to buy that. There are people out there, man. People are weird, man. They're, I think there's no accounting for taste, right? Isn't that why nine out of ten dentists recommend a toothpaste? The tenth one is just stupid. Listen, in any kind of marketplace when put there's, on the pole. when there's supply and demand, like. People see it as investment. Some people are collectors. You know, this is just a different kind of collection at this point. You know, I mean, I you have know. you have cards in your in your uh, room that yeah, you but cards are hold. at least physical. See, but that's like the mindset change nowadays. It's like you're going from physical to like NFTs, crypto, punk, or whatever those uh, mm. those things are called. So it's like a shift in uh, culture for the uh, what do you call it? What, uh, jits? From j- <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I lost my train of thought there? there. I was like, yeah. That's okay. Wouldn't be. The We're point. still learning as we go too. It's not like we. So we do you think other leagues this. are gonna follow this? I mean, if you're if you're smart, yeah, the MLB should start getting into this. NFL, there's there's gotta. Be, I feel like the same company that made uh, NBA Top Shots will probably expand into. What, what different company sports. is it? Is this like a small company? or I, I think it's just Top Shots. I don't know if... Uh, I haven't looked into it too much, but... Maybe one so of the listeners... So it's a website you buy off of. Yeah, so it's a website you sign up. Um, you have these, this thing called a Dapper Wallet, which is like your crypto uh, uh, blockchain wallet. So if you were to sell your moments on the marketplace, you can get cash and like withdraw it into your bank account. So... It's a full full marketplace, like. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm in it now. Guys, the Green Goblin's back. <laughs> Where did you okay? I just saw this. Wait, wait, the trailer came out. It uh, well, the poster came out. I don't know if you said. I heard do you the know trailer's what we're talking coming about, out. Ben. Green Goblin, the guy from Spider Man. Yes, yes. So in Spider Man No Way Home, Ben knows. In Spider Man No Way Home, Peter opens up the multiverse. And in doing so, he triggers the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe. Meaning, what? Meaning that the Green Goblin from the original Spider-Man is going to come back. The dad. And he's going to seek his revenge. Norman Osborn. That's right. I thought he was dead. Well, he's back now. I, I see it clear as day on the movie poster. So, so I, don't essentially know, I don't know if it's Harry jumping in the suit, but there's only one way to find out. There's infinite timelines where... Different enemies that are dead now are, are alive in different uh, timelines. Yeah, but was that like that in the comics, or are they just making the stuff? Oh, up there's now? always yeah, stuff there's, like that in the yeah, comics. Yeah. I think like you and I were talking about before. There's millions of storylines and millions of characters to use. Uh, <laughs> you can go in just essentially infinite directions with it, but uh, a lot of reincarnation and as you know with comics, nobody's Iron ever Man really coming dead. back. Did you have a shower thought for us before we went to go get Taco Bell? I think we all did. Do we not, or is it just me? Yes, we do. Let's take a second, and we'll do some shower thoughts. Big Um, voice, please. What's on your mind? It's time for shower thoughts on Business on Top. How many of these do you actually think about in the shower? 
Or how many uh, of these are you that just I've like written down? you're just driving on the you're like commuting? Most because mine time. are like commuting thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. driving, driving. Thoughts. I usually can think of it. I just thought shower thoughts was like catchy, like a catchy. Well, it's a, it. You do think of a lot of different profound things like, when you're in the shower. Yeah, I would say a couple of these. Most of them is when I'm driving or like randomly at work or whatever. Wait, am I starting? Sure. I would like you to. I, this okay. is I, this, I associate this with your segment. I'm still trying to okay. think. Just think like of Urban one, Dictionary so is VJ's. I'm happy. Uh, okay, you're I'll starting. start. Um, oh, all right. Oh well. Okay. Here's one. Um, I I I got to get into the habit of after I say it, I got to delete it off my list. But I don't I don't think I've said this one in a previous one. If I have, you guys can tell me, and then I'll do a different one. But a um, couple months ago, when we were going to Colorado, you Good guys remember? Times. You guys remember? Great trip. A um, couple months already. Like how there was no such thing as um, like how just the thought of using your phone or getting internet or anything on a plane was like the plane's gonna blow up. Yeah. And now it's like you have to put it in the airplane mode, but why? Yeah. I, I've sometimes fallen asleep and left my phone out of airplane mode and nothing bad happened i okay here here's i i have a a dirty little secret um so anyone's on uh if you're watching this and you're on the plane with me Uh-oh. i do this i'm gonna get a ring alert w- like the faa is gonna be hopefully on my the plane won't go down but like to kind of time it when the plane's landing like before the wheels even hit the tarmac like right on our descent i'll just turn my phone off airplane mode so you know, I try and get the signal like while we're in the air. You get to, so I can text whoever's picking me up like here. Do you preemptively like, send the landed, land, landed text? Just landed like as we're you know like gliding yeah. in. So that's my um, that's my guilty um, text. But yeah, isn't it crazy how we were told told to believe if you turn your phone off airplane mode, like it's gonna mess with the airwaves and the plane's gonna go down. And like now we're like, okay, I need Wi-Fi. I like, think I need maybe technology this. was such that maybe it would have happened well, back then. But they're building new Boeings, and they're building new Airbuses, and, like, the fact of the matter is, like, these things are built to withstand all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't think a one cell phone's going to affect it. Well, going even further than that, when we were, or I was flying back Sunday night, I watched the full, I, like, on the plane, watched the full live viewing of Sunday Night Football. That is Is that not crazy? That is cool. It's pretty cool. Technology. Pretty damn cool. That's my shower thought. How far we've come in our lifetime with, uh... We went from those airwaves potentially ruining the plane to now, if a plane does not have Wi-Fi or a TV, we want to kill someone. Not really, but we are very mad as All a society. Right. That's a good one. Shane, you want to go or you want me to? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm good. Um, one of the things that I, that I was actually thinking about, um, which actually is almost sort of a piggyback off of Ben's, you know when you go into like a crowding, crowded parking garage, and the the most annoying thing is when you see a bunch of of really big cars, and then you think there's a spot behind it, and it's just like oh. a, either like a smart car motorcycle. or a motorcycle, oh. and you just want to like throw it off the ledge. Yes. So there has been an invention in the past several years. I can't really pinpoint it. That has kind of changed everything. You know, you know what I'm talking about—the red light, green Sensors. light. Uh, lights on in the lanes of yep. the garage where if you show if it's full or there's not? a bunch of so there's a bunch of red lights as you're driving down um like a parking lot row but if there's a green light there that means that either on the left side or the right side uh because there's 
each light has a camera that's attached to it that can look on. What I'm, fucking garages are you guys side. driving in that they have the Fort Lauderdale with parking garage airport. airport? Yeah, the the Atlantic Avenue parking, uh, old school square parking garage has it. What? It's it tells you the amount of spaces invention. available. Are you I've just now that, finding out about this? I've available. I've never seen lights above spots showing you what's open or not. Not about the spot in particular, but it's it's the light in the lane, right? So. Uh, if you can just visualize, because this is an auditory medium, if you're driving through, uh, there's parking spots on the left or right side. And then as you're driving in the middle of the, the actual, I guess, roadway, so to speak, in the through lane, there is there are lamps that are located above each parking spot. Not above each parking spot, but in the middle of the parking spots. And they're either red or green. If it's green, that means that that spot's, if you drive further down, that spot's open. But if it's red, that means that somebody's already parked in the spot, and you can't park there. Never seen that. Oh, it's such a useful that's invention. A good, you that's know, a good invention. I'm not crazy, though. You know what I'm talking about. Fun right? fact, in college, I had an <clears throat> entrepreneurship class where we had to develop a, a service or a product um, as one of our like final projects. Mm-hmm. And my project was sensors on parking lots. To show like which spots are open. You were ahead of wow. your time, man. Someone stole your I idea. still have it somewhere. I'm gonna get it out, and I'll, I know my partner too. So we'll. Uh, Episode 50 of Business on Top. VJ presents patent. his garage to present her. My patent's gonna go through. That, no, that's um, that's a very very annoying, especially in college garages, um, especially on FSU Oh, so would have been would be so useful in co- in college parking garages, no doubt. Yep. You got anything before we get Taco Bell? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it when you guys were talking, but I think i figured one out so isn't it crazy how <clears throat> one guy essentially developed a nine to five yes i guess somebody would yeah i think someone, it was, that's a good i think it was henry i think it was henry ford who developed the nine to five after i i i'm thinking uh shane fact check me on that yeah so um, you know what he's the one to blame that we work not, exactly why, why is a, it not nine to noon okay. i mean essentially your productivity is you're maybe working three to four hours a day. Like you're if you're correct. not in a, like a retail setting. The modern nine to five, eight hour workday was invented by American labor unions in the 1800s because they used to make like kids work in coal mines for 17 hours. Yeah. And we didn't like that. But when main sh- the nine to five went mainstream by Henry Ford in the 1920s, workers today are still prepared to accept the same shift because we have become so accustomed to it. Yeah, that's a good one. Nobody yeah. complained about it. Or no, anything. yeah. It you know what? Happened. He deserves more like. We should. That's a get out of here. You know too. what? A, a good car company. Yeah. It's great do car company. Yeah. <laughs> Bored. Great. <laughs> I, I drive a Honda. I uh, mean, it, it was. It, he was like, it was revolutionary at the time. But well, I'm it surprised was, nothing it was pr- shifted. It was progress at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's better than a 14-hour, seven-day-a-week workday. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah. You learn something new every day in the business. So why on can't top Elon podcast? Musk just change it up and maybe do? Seven, seven to noon, eight to noon. We'll meet yeah, in the mean, middle. Frankie, get him on. We'll ask him. Eight to noon sounds like a great work day. Oh yeah. Eight I to mean, nine. Eight to noon, one day a week. <laughs> <laughs> Other say, countries actually probably do say that. Monday, eight to eight fifteen. Yeah, I think it's just the U.S. <laughs> oh my God, sign me up for that company. <laughs> All right. Well, we put in we put in a full work day here. That's about forty minutes. Uh, thanks for listening to our show. Episode 50 is coming up. I can't believe we've been able to do this so many times from so many different places. So just take a second. Think about it. Don't ever take it for granted. We're here for you. 
Business on Top, episode 50, coming at you later. Until then, Taco Bell time. Stay tuned. Stay safe, everybody.